know what I want? I want to become a Jedi. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back to the Culture Therapy Podcast, where we discuss movies, TV, music, everything to do with pop culture. Today we'll be discussing video games, Fortnite, massive update, and what's your opinion on it? It's quite, well, it's strange times. It's strange times after so many years, they've removed building, which has been, it was the, the attraction to Fortnite. It was, it was the, a skill gap, you know? It, like, it was the game. Yeah, do you remember in the beginning, they had Bloom, Bloom, right? That's yeah, what it's Bloom, Bloom. So Bloom, like aiming, yeah, there's obviously a skill gap, but it wasn't as big as other, as other games like COD, like Battlefield. So it was the building that made the game and made it so popular. The, the fact that you always had, uh, you, it, that you could build cover, there wasn't as much luck because I don't know what you guys think, but in COD, let's say you're running, someone comes up behind you, you're dead. That classic COD timing where you check 10 times and then there's that, you know, yeah. motherfucker <laughs> right behind <laughs> yeah. you. That one guy. <laughs> that one guy. So removing that, it's bold. It's a bold choice. I don't know if it's a good choice. I yeah, but you, I think the reason they did it was because they realized that I'm a prime example. I got fed up of how good people became with building. Like, you know, those people yeah. who fucking overbuilt. Like you're, you're in a 1v1 and this guy's building, you know, the Burj Khalifa and you're sitting there <laughs> in your little like cabin and you, but, you, you know, have but no that's chance. Why, but that was the skill gap of the game and what made it different to all other... At the beginning, sure. At the beginning, sure. But then there was those tryhards who took it to another level. And the people who, for example, me who played COD and then I moved to Fortnite early on. I was playing season two, season three, season four, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't remember when I ended it, but I ended, I think, around season five, which was the desert season, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I stopped playing then seriously because it reached a point where I was quite good with the weapon, as in, you know playing COD all these yeah. years. But the building, I didn't rely on it in a sense. But I probably should have in, in Fortnite so that I could compete later on with people who got really good. I think the problem was that you were looking for a game that wasn't there. Yeah, you know? I, I, I enjoyed you the game. Exactly, yeah. But, um, but with the building, if they wanted to... I don't think getting rid of building completely was, uh, was the way... I think if you wanted to reduce building, so like you said, it wasn't as intimidating to new players, they could have done what they used to have. I don't know if you guys remember that they didn't have turbo build. So you oh, had to yeah, press yeah. all the time. And I feel that was uh, building then was much more skilled because if you were a good builder, you didn't rely on spam or just holding R2 and just pressing, going around and building and building. That was actually, you had to coordinate yourself. You had to build strategically and Quickly, you have to be quick with the controller. Yeah, Whereas you after, be... you just press R2, you turn around, and what happens? You have a four Like you said, the fucking Burj you Khalifa. Have to be a lot, you have to be a lot more efficient with your mats, especially because yeah. you can't be just tapping on every single thing to yeah. make a whole fort. So now, to me, I just feel like it's a desperate move to, to peak interest. It's something to get people talking. Fortnite with no building, what the fuck? Let's go try it out. Yeah. That, that was Easy. me. That was me. I mean, did you try it? Did you play I, it? I tried it. And? I did try it. It was it was good. It was good. It was an interesting. It was. I mean, it's not COD, obviously. Yeah, it's not COD. And if I'm not mistaken, they've also changed the running animation. It's, it's different. I think they made like a sprint. Yeah, it, it yeah. was a very different. Obviously, maybe yeah. to allow the game to be structured as a non-building game, you need someone who's able to run faster. You know, get yeah. into cover, things like that. The jump now. I saw that changed from what I've heard and from what I've seen online, it's quite interesting and people like it, they don't have a massive problem with it. I, some people really enjoy it, but I, I just think, I just think that if there's not going to be any building, I think there's better games I could play. I'd much mm. rather play COD. Definitely. Yeah. Warzone. Yeah. I'd much rather play Warzone that, than Fortnite. If the whole, imagine us. Okay. You stop quite quick. We played for a long ass time. We played Imagine for how many a hours we time. put to learn that building, and now it's all out the window. Yeah. You know? For what reason? Because they want to bring interest back into the game when the whole game was building to start off with. Yeah. And yeah. that's what made it different from all the other battle royales. 
I mean, they're probably going to bring it back at one yeah, point. When, they, when so. they see the interest is back, because, you know, everyone, as you said, is going to go back. Oh, my God, you know, Fortnite's removed building. Let's go check it out, just as I did. Yeah. We check it out. We start playing the game. Then they introduce building again. It's like, ooh, look. And you, you've kind of gotten used to playing Fortnite. So it's to the extent where you're going to stick to it type of thing. You know, I think if they want to bring back interest, I think the number one thing you have to do is uh, is deliver to your loyal fan base, you know? Like in the beginning, that competitiveness, it, remember scrims when they just came out? Everyone was so hyped. Pros were playing Ooh. all the time. The Fortnite World Cup, uh, it was at its peak. I remember there were times I remember we went out and I told you guys, I want to go home early so I can watch the scrims. That's yeah. how invested I, mean, I was in the that, game. That's a bit and it was sad, because of the professional, uh, <laughs> the professional aspect. And I remember a great video essay I watched with, uh, do you, have you guys ever watched Jed? No. Jed? Great YouTuber. Yeah, GED. He talks about video games. Shout out to Jed. <laughs> you know, I'm in his Discord and he wants, I, I tagged him and he replied and I took screenshots and shit. I was so hyped, even though he has like, <laughs> he's not that big but anyway it's gonna be like he has 2k and like <laughs> oh, he didn't. not that few not that few i mean uh i just read actually coincidentally that fortnite has announced that they'll be bringing back building oh actually yeah so it, well I, that didn't last <laughs> but that just goes theory, to show our theory it goes, for yeah. like five seconds <laughs> but that just goes to show that how can you have fortnite without building yeah it was their plan all along let's be real yeah I think so. But the number one thing they should do... Oh, uh, in the video that uh, Jed was talking about, he was saying why Fortnite would never be an eSport. Right? Okay. And he, he analyzes it really well. And then he says how it could be an eSport. And I think focusing on that, bringing back the competitiveness, trying to make it into an eSport, would be would revive the game and make it so much better. Like, I remember when they, they made an update... And uh, how how is that limited game called? That you get fifty health. Oh, arena! Oh my god, arena! I'm so dumb. Yeah. Oh, arena is yeah, a thing yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's the competitive side of it. But arena is so good. You know. I mean, look. Because uh, it was competitive. Yeah. It made it so much better. Yeah, but if you, but the thing, the bad thing with arena is that you'd only play. It, it was too tryhard. You don't want to just be competitive. And then, yeah, you could argue that you can play solos, but the game, uh, the normal game modes, the normal game modes, though, weren't that good. They got too to easy at some too point. too much for the mats. Health Oof. was always bad. Whereas in, in Arena, that was fixed, but it was too try-hard. And then you'd say, oh, you could go play creative. But it's not the same, you know? Playing with your friends was, isn't the same as going online and getting that victory royale. Yeah, there was just no middle ground in the whole yeah. situation that they made. At one point in, uh, I don't remember which season, they Arena was first put into the classic gamers, you remember, for like two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for me, was when the when Fortnite's gameplay was at its peak. Like, the yeah, game it's, then it's was normal so gameplay. Good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's usual. Going into squads and yeah. going into the... Du Just the game, I'm not... Yeah. Because before without you could say, oh, the and without... Uh, special game modes or playground yeah. or creative or I mean look you know how you you talked about arena yeah when arena came out it was like it brought what cod didn't have directly in the game because there was this mlg you know major league gaming you could sign up this was like an online thing you this could is sign this up is on cod yeah this is on cod yeah uh you would sign up you would like form a team you would log in and then you'd find opponents online, basically who are going to compete against you for points. And you would, you would play against these people. You'd get their PSN, depending on what device you were playing on, you know, and you would play against these guys and they'd be proper good because this would yeah. be like proper competitive and like you'd have to record with proof the score and you would put it into the, into the website and you would see how your team is ranking in world rankings. I played that a few times. It was fucking difficult. Like, n no lies. These guys try hards to the max. Like, we're talking, you know, the arena try hards where you're like, damn. Yeah. These guys, because they take it to the next level, they're looking for, you know, strong opponents outside of the game. 
via yeah. a website, you can imagine. Like, it's not anyone doing it. It's people who really want to play a high level of COD. So I liked, I liked the fact that Fortnite introduced it at a, the game. Yeah, they, they introduced it directly into the game, giving people a chance to experience that, you know, competitive nature and maybe get people into esports. But as you were saying earlier, you know, you said, uh, what was his name? Jed? Yeah. He was saying um, that, you know, Fortnite could not be part of an esport. Yeah. I think a lot about Fortnite is that it's inconsistent. It's very inconsistent. Yeah. So many yeah, updates, you know so many changes. It's inconsistent because it caters to uh, not to its to bringing in these new players. It, it doesn't allow the skill to grow. It doesn't allow people to get too good. It wasn't catering to. It couldn't be an esport because there was too much randomness, and there was randomness because it didn't want that big of a gap, so people don't feel unfair and get turned off from playing the game. Fair Which point. ended up failing because, like you said, you didn't know how to build well, and then what happened? You left. Yeah. But then, people they saw this. They're like, okay, what should we do? Let's reduce the impact of building. Let's say, which was when they made mats weaker. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. what happened? The the competitive side and the loyal players which were playing ended up being like, oh, this is shit. This is not what I came to play. And they left. And then the norm uh, the What's the word I'm looking for? The loyal players? Not the loyal players, the other one. The, the casuals. Oh, the casuals. And then the casuals okay. left, the loyals left, and what, what's left? At one point, it was just a shit game. I mean, I, I would have called myself quite loyal to the point where I felt like I was not able to compete anymore. Even with, you know, regular players. As I said, Bush Khalifa buildings. So I'm not fucked to play to the point of, like, you know, you have to suffer, build something. You waste, I don't know, a thousand mats just to kill one guy. Like, yeah. What's the point of that? Just challenge me head on. If I die, that's it. But that's the game. That's the, the game, exactly. But it was not that game at first. Yeah, because it there evolved wasn't, into that game. People didn't have that time to learn the skill of building yet. And in the very beginning, there was no turbo building. Fair point. So and there was only little triangles that are gonna be that are gonna be made and oh, yeah. maybe get a few cover, like a bit of. But cover do you reckon like, that was that was better? If you look at it now, I I I think peak Fortnite was around season five, season six. For me, peak was season three. That's when I loved the game because that's when you saw the game evolve into the game that it. Yeah, it that I didn't enjoy Fortnite at that point. Fair point. Where you, everyone had a general understanding about building. They all enjoyed it. Everyone understood each weapon. And let's say each season there might be a new weapon brought in that will change metas or they might remove 2 OP if it's... But they did like that like spamming. weekly. They did that weekly. Remember the dual pump? I remember that where you would double yeah, that was, But that was that would, from season one until season three. Season exactly. Three. Like, okay, going back to this, when I left, it was, I think it was, well, obviously season five, but I was still playing casually after that. I was, I was playing the odd few games. I can't even name them. I was yeah. hopping around. But then in, uh, in the first uh, lockdown, which was what, March 2020? We grinded for it. You grinded. No, we grinded. No. You don't remember you, Zone Wars? I, Zone I played... Wars no, you know when I played Zone Wars? I played Zone Wars the summer before the lockdown. That's when we played. Because Creative came out. And that's when we played all together. And the summer. What I played in quarantine, yeah, in the summer, that's when I really played. Like, I, I was trying to, you know, learn to build. I got quite a bit better. Yeah. And then I actually thought, maybe I'm going to stick at it. But then Warzone came out literally the first week of lockdown. So being a COD lover, playing the games for, you know, the last, I don't know how many years, I gave it a try. And it, it literally felt like I was back home in a sense. I'm playing a realistic game. It's not building based, so I can't get into cover when I'm, you know, in the middle of nowhere with nothing around me. So it felt more challenging in the sense of like, I really have to be highly skilled in the combat, you know, area of things, area of skills. Yeah. So that game came out. I really enjoyed it. Another friend of mine, we were playing it together. We took it seriously and it was more challenging. It, not in the sense of like, we, I would still get wins, don't get me wrong, in Fortnite. 
Like I, I didn't suck. We still, I just saw that the game changed, which kind of gave me that, you know, bad aftertaste in a sense, moving away. But with Warzone, I really actually struggled at first to be competitive, which I think made the game a lot more exciting in the early stages. And even now, you know, the game, it got a bit boring because the map didn't change too much. They've added a new update. They've changed the map completely. Some people hate it. Well, mainly people hate it. I actually enjoy that map. I think there's a lot going on. It's very open. It allows for more combat. But the game mode that they've introduced, which I don't know, has Fortnite introduced a um, some sort of like respawn game mode? Yeah, I mean, it has various games. But a competitive one, not not a not like fifty v no, fifty no. or something like that. Because there's a there's a game mode in in Warzone called Rebirth, and basically in Rebirth, your as long as your team, one of the members in your team is alive, you come back. But there's a timer. Every time you die, the timer becomes you know longer. But that's not about Royale. It is and isn't because it defeats the point of battle royale. Yeah, it is and isn't, but. As it, because there's a specific time, if you die, you're out, okay? So let's say for a minute, whatever, and your teammate dies, or you, you've left him in a battle 1v, I don't know, 5. What, what's he going to do? He, he has to hide it out, and most of the times, it's not going to work against 5 guys, because they know you're there, you're in the bat battle in the first place. So like, it may, it, it's a high-paced game, Stress is peaking. You need to know at all times where you are, what position you need to gain because circle closes very quickly. The gas kills a lot faster than Fortnite did. Yeah. It's just a great game. And if you don't play it, I highly recommend it. Also, doesn't uh, at one point af after a certain circle, uh, the respawn Yeah, the respawn gets, ends. Yeah, yeah there, there's no more respawn. There's no more respawn. So then if you're dead... And you don't play it well. There's also a specific way that you can play it. You could be in the dying round. And you see this little timer on the top left, which basically states how long respawn is left for. So sometimes it's worth, if you're like on the last 10 seconds, killing yourself just to make it before that respawn circle thing ends so that you make it back. And you get your health and everything. And you get everything, except your guns. You've lost your guns. You have to go back to your body or find yeah, guns and pick them up. But it's it's excellent. It's It's a very, very good well-planned game i wish they would add a few more maps because the map that they have the alcatraz map it's been there for a while and i think at some point it's gonna get a bit boring but i'm still enjoying it i mean i've played warzone i remember playing warzone in the beginning i just got a bit tired of warzone at one point and you know the thing is like you said about fortnite the reason you didn't like it is because you're looking for a cod game you know you said you went back home whereas I felt that I, I evolved with the game. I adapted to it and I was open to it. So I just continued with, uh, with its flow. I just went with the river and uh, embraced it with open arms until it fucked up. Yeah, but same. the reason I didn't enjoy Cod uh, that much is because I, uh, I don't know, it was a bit slow. And I just like the, the thing you said that you liked which was that you'd be running around, does not cover all the time. That's what I don't like. Yeah, you know? me too. Because the thing so with Fortnite is that, yeah, because I feel, I feel it's a bit, it's luck-based because you can be running, you could be the better player, but if he sees you, you're finished. Yeah, if he just has better positioning than you, it's over for you. And yeah, you could obviously say, oh yeah, but positioning is part of the skill gap and all this. Which of course it is, but... It is, but it's not to, to a the certain extent, degree. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Fortnite... You would get the better uh, position, you'd do damage, and then you could go attack. But you, if you were the one getting attacked on, you still had the chance to fight back. And then that's where I felt that real combat was tested. Because yes, you're in the disadvantage, but you still, uh, there's still a chance that you could uh, kill him. Bring, bring, it, bring, uh, come out of it alive. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I didn't like about whenever I'd play Warzone. Because I, I was playing it for a while, but what ended up happening at one point, which was just frustrating, not that I wouldn't get any wins, but sometimes I might just be running somewhere and I just die in like two seconds and I don't even know how. It's just so frustrating. And you know, the biggest thing, the, uh, the biggest, the downfall of Warzone for me 
which is in general with COD games, is the hackers. At one point it was unbearable. It was all the time. And the hacks, they, they were too much. You remember that there's some points that the game would start, you'd fall out of the bus and suddenly you'd be dead and boom, someone just won. And it was just hacks, which just ruins the game. And that's the bad thing with many video games. The hackers are too big. And the success of Fortnite was that hackers were non-existent. I, I can count on my, my hand the times I came, uh, I've because, seen a hacker. Yeah. Hackers were, were taken care of really well with Fortnite, which made it even more enjoyable because, I mean, yeah, it was just enjoyable because there weren't any hackers. You play the game as it should have been played. I definitely think Fortnite is one of the best multiplayer games of all time. I mean, I'd say it's the best game of all time. You know what? I, I, won't, I won't deny it. I mean, not the best game of all time. <laughs> I'd say but I won't deny that game. it's one of the best. All okay, well, one of the best. For me, top two games of all time. It's oh. going to be GTA 5 and Fortnite. GTA 5 is one of the best, yeah. But not, easily, not GTA 5 alone. GTA the, the franchise. No, I'm saying... No, I'm talking about individual games. GTA 5. Okay, okay. GTA 5 and Fortnite. The two but GTA best of all 5 time. is just... Well, GTA in general is just iconic. You yeah, know, well, everyone I mean, grew up with GTA. Yeah, but especially GTA, GTA 5 has though. been... They've been keeping it alive for how long? And there's a reason for that. You know, it's arguably... And they GTA keep on making remasters. And they keep on doing updates and trying to make it more interesting. I'd say GTA 5 is the second largest game of all time. Which one's the first? Fortnite. And how can we be disregarding... Because it's one game. Yeah. COD is all right. Fair fair enough. Longevity is a big thing. And you know, COD has never come to the heights of Fortnite. Do you remember the viewers? Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, but then again, it's FIFA is up there as one. I'm not saying it's the best game of all time. It's a a very simple. Yeah, exactly. It's a very simple game. I mean, it follows the rules of football. That's it. It is literally a game of football. Yeah. And every game is the same in a sense disregarding players you know a few odd updates trying to make the game a bit better more enjoyable new features things like that but the game has stayed the same for over 20 years basically it stayed the same one and two if if a game wouldn't have been released every single year i feel like fifa would would die down it would it wouldn't die but it wouldn't be as popular as it is you know, it's the hype of, oh, it's a new FIFA. You buy it. And, it's the, you know, it's the meme. You buy the same shit every year. It's like you said, they haven't changed it, you know? Yeah, the only thing that would change is that maybe a cross is more effective than a chip beforehand. Yeah, it's just changing the meta yeah. a bit. Fair point, yeah. And it, no game has reached the heights of Fortnite. And that's big. You know, it, it's still, now it still has, has had the most concurrent view, uh, players at once. And I think the, the top five spots are all Fortnite, if you go check. Okay, you know obvi- in that, the, the, the online events were a cheat code. But what other oh, game yeah. had that, though? Like, it was genius. The Travis Scott event... The That's Travis what Scott I was going to bring up. ...was yeah. amazing. Like, no joke. Yeah, no. It was, it was just something that... It was it, unbelievable. When at that time, we weren't even playing yeah. that much, but you had to log on. And it was so good. It was an experience you couldn't recreate with any other game. Yeah. And it was, uh, what, what concerts were there? It was Travis, there was Marshmallow. Wasn't there Weekend? No, there wasn't. I don't know. I don't remember. But I mean, the, and it wasn't just concerts with famous people and songs. It was yeah, just there were also the, the events, events the at the end of events. the season. Yeah. The Rocket, the, uh, the Cube. They created a multiplayer game into a storyline. They had a story and a multiplayer all at once. Whereas, for example, COD, it differentiates the two. And no COD, one single game, has been, has, uh, has had that much longevity and success as Fortnite. As a franchise, that's different. But it also has a lot more years than Fortnite. And Fortnite isn't a franchise, it's one game. Okay, if we... A free if we, game, even. Yeah. If we look at it, game solo, I mean, the facts are there, aren't they? I can't, I can't deny it as... But what was your statement? Repeat your statement. Fortnite is the greatest game of all time. Yeah, but greatest. Okay, wait. How, how, the best, what do you the best define? Game of all time? But no, 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 
Okay, well, because that that's subjective. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's my opinion. Okay, but like, let's make it a factual thing. How would you state it? It's the biggest game of all time. Fine. Yeah. Okay. But as when you say it's an opinion, right? It's subjective, which yeah. it obviously is. Which single game would you say is better than Fortnite? Depends on how you're looking at it. If I'm looking for a multiplayer game, then there's very few games that will come to compete with it. But then if I'm looking for a pure combat game, I'd say COD is the better game. Which one? More realistic. Okay, which one? I mean... Okay. Which one I, I will discuss. Le, le, what, what's your opinion? What's uh, your favorite COD game of all time? Have you played? I, yeah, I've played COD, but I'm like, yeah, fuck load of hate, but COD Ghosts. Oh my days. But it's just okay. because, it, it, I don't know. It just, <laughs> first of all, it just fit my playing style because I'm a bit of a camper. So it was just great. The maps no wonder you enjoy Fortnite, man. Oh, yeah, you can build the map, around the yourself. The maps amazing, bro. But like, COD brought me into it and infected we're on great game ghost. Great what a game mode it was amazing have you played it of course did you yeah. play it? infected i think is my favorite game mode that's ever been in cod in cod yeah in all in all cod games infected is arguably my favorite uh game mode well look my my favorite game number one is modern warfare 2 what a game. I mean, you what have you, you must know Terminal, the map Terminal. Well, yeah, iconic as fuck. You know, with the plane, the airport. Yeah, yeah. What's great, iconic? Great. Everyone knows that. Rust, another great map. I, I mean, Rust. Oh, the amount of 1v1s on that map. Yeah, what's my thing? Oh, yeah. my days. What? What's more iconic? Terminal or uh, what's the one? Black Ops 2 map? I forgot its name. The classic one. Oh, the one, the, the, the one on the boat. No, not hijacked. Yeah, what? that's it. The what? How is it? How is it? It's uh, it's a small map, two houses. There's like oh, Nuketown. Oh, Nuketown. Yeah, Nuketown. Yeah. Or, or Terminal. Which one's more iconic, in your opinion? Terminal's been done once though. Nuketown they introduced in all the Black Ops, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. Also so, in the new one. The yeah, yeah. The, what's Black the Ops game? Three, Cold Black War. Ops Four. They're it's on Cold War as well, I think. Are you sure? I'm not a hundred percent. I haven't sure. played Cold War. You know, this is the first time I haven't bought the new COD in a sense. But now, you know, interesting enough, they've decided to make COD's two-year cycles, if I'm not mistaken. So it's not going to be a game okay. every year. They're That's gonna, interesting. It is interesting because it gives you a lot more time to get you know good at that specific game, and if you really enjoy the game. You're gonna stick to it for you a think longer it'll period succeed, of time. Though? It will stick in the mind for longer. I think it will. I think it will because, like, Modern Warfare Two, iconic. If yeah. it was on, you know, a newer device, you know, not PS3, you know, Xbox Three Sixty, I think that game would be played heavily till today. I mean, look what they did with Modern Warfare Remastered. They brought back an older game than Modern Warfare, and. Personally, I really enjoyed it because it came with came with all of the shit that used to happen. You know, it was like it was like they they brought back all the glitch spots. They brought they brought the mistakes, the the cheeky like hiding spots that you would find. It was a it was a different level of of gameplay to a certain extent. Yeah. So. They do that. They do that with Modern Warfare Two. They bring back Modern Warfare Two, or even even Black Ops Two. Great games. Yeah, they were they were really. They're games that. A few moments later. My dog decided to open the door, come inside, start coughing. <laughs> you know, he's a, he's an older dog, so he's got his health issues, but. We've dealt with it and we're ready to continue now. So going back to, you know, COD, BO2, Modern Warfare 2, I think those would be great games to bring back into the modern world. But I think they won't do it. I think they won't do it unless COD is dying, you know? Do you think they're good games because they're actually good games? No, and they, they are good play? games. Or is it because of nostalgia? No, it's not nostalgia. Because you said if, if they were in a newer platform, They'd keep on, uh, they'd be keep on playing, you know. Okay, people like, would still be playing. You know what? Maybe Modern Warfare Two. Maybe it's slight nostalgia. Okay, maybe, but that's a big maybe. 
Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and tell you for sure. BO2 though, because it was a newer game and it it was nearer to what we have now. I mean I'm not saying it's the same or anything, you know. But BO2 in the modern world, because of how balanced the game was, I feel like that it everything worked well with each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. It didn't feel like something was crazy overpowered and people were exploiting it and things like that. Like when Advanced Warfare, the first game where they decided to, you know, add the flying. That the, was so bad. I hated that. And the sliding. That, that was really interesting. Interesting in a bad way. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So I, th- I think it would work in the, you know, today if they introduced it. Yeah. And I would love to see Modern Warfare 2 because maybe I'm a nostalgia merchant in this case, you know. Fair enough. But going back to it, you said Advanced Warfare. Why, why do you think Advanced Warfare is good? No, I don't think Advanced Warfare is good. Uh, no Advanced Warfare, sorry, Modern Warfare 2. You said Modern Warfare 2 because I was saying what's a better game than, uh, than, uh, than Fortnite? And you said Modern Warfare 2, right? I don't think that's how we got to that. Okay, which game is better than Fortnite? I said, I, I think the best game of all time is Fortnite, right? Okay. Okay, but by... What did you say? The best or biggest? The best. And then no, you said no, the biggest. No, no, I think you said, said the biggest. I said the biggest is factual. Subjectively, I said it's the best. Oh, subjectively, you've decided it's the best game of all time. Yeah. Well, so we're we're counting each um, each game by itself. We're not yeah. talking about the whole franchise. You know, the COD franchise, Assassin's Creed, whatever. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Yeah, I'll give it to I'll give it to Modern Warfare Two. Okay, I'll, I'll have to give it to Modern Warfare Two. Why? Because it was it introduced something new. Okay, Fortnite arguably did the same. Okay, but gaming back then was not the same as today. So if we, irregardless, don't look at numbers, right? Don't look at numbers. Gaming today is a completely different beast to what it was back then. So. Looking at the game and how I think it influenced people in the long run, I think people who grew up with that game and played the game or even any of the COD games and slowly grew into the franchise, you know, I think a lot of people started off with Modern Warfare 2 and it is a game that's going to stick in people's minds and as I said, I would love to see it today because of the influence that it had on people. Modern Warfare 2, I mean, I, I didn't... I didn't feel the same way about any other games to that level. Okay. Getting, getting, you know, a PlayStation, whenever I got the PlayStation, I played FIFA at first. And it was, it was actually a friend of mine who had Modern Warfare 2. And I played that quite often. So it was my first experience of a combat game at a young age, illegal. You know? I don't know if I would call it a combat game. I would call it a first-person okay, first shooter. Okay, a first-person shooter, not a combat yeah. game. Yeah, my mistake. Um, and it, it just, you know, it left that, that great impression that I think I'm not the only person who has that impression of the game. Whereas Fortnite, yeah, okay. I mean, I, was, I would say I like to think that I was one of the early people who joined the Fortnite community, per se. I played the game very early on. I mean, yeah, I think... Yeah, we started season one. Yeah, I, I started season one, yeah. yeah. Last day of season one, to be fair. But I started season one. So we were there before, you know, shit went crazy. We played the game. And that's why I'm saying that the game evolved. Not to my liking, to a lot of people's liking. And, you know, you, you say that you love the game and what it offered later on. Because it offered something refreshing, per se. Yeah. What you felt... There, I felt earlier with with Fortnite, but not to the level that Modern Warfare offered, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying, but you know, you just said the gaming isn't as, it wasn't as big as it is now. But uh, yeah, so it's, it plays in, uh, in Modern Warfare's favor because there wasn't, the market wasn't saturated. It, it, you think if Advanced Warfare came out today and it was completely new, it would have the same impact as it had back then? Modern Warfare 2. Not uh, yeah, Modern Warfare 2, sir. <laughs> um, There's so many shooter games. And you know, the thing is, back then, it was easier to make a splash. 
especially from a big franchise because the name is a big thing. I don't, I don't know how it wasn't as big as before, but it was still big because because uh, Modern Warfare the first one was a hit. Yeah, yeah. you know, and they remastered it as I yeah. said. Great and game. imagine that Fortnite came in into a saturated market that everyone thought that gaming was that there was nothing new to do, you know, mm. and they he, they came in and they revolutionized it. Uh, not they did uh, they re- uh, they revolutionized it, but they brought something that wasn't necessarily new because PUBG did it earlier, but they did everything so different. And you can see right after Fortnite, now every single game has a battle royale. You know, the free game, which back then was only on mobile apps, became something normal, you know, which is good, which is better for the player. I'd much rather have free games like Fortnite and just pay extra because we paid a fuckload on skins. Yeah, I mean, easily, you guys did. Easily. I we did paid not. a lot on skins, but you know what the Way thing is? Way too much. It, Fortnite allowed me, it gave me the chance to fall in love with the game to want to pay. You know what? Speaking of skins, you know, this craze going on with NFTs and shit. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, they're not officially NFTs. But the whole concept behind it, you know, buying that skin, wanting to buy a skin that doesn't really offer you anything in the game other than, you know, the looks. The aesthetic. The aesthetic, you know, you want to feel cool. Yeah. Isn't that a form of the idea behind NFTs and why they're going to resell for so much money in the future? I mean, NFTs have a utility. Sorry? Yeah, okay, they do. They have a utility, fine. Yeah. But the idea... But also as in in when you're buying an NFT, no one else has that same NFT yeah. that you're getting. Fair point. But like with So with the skins, a bunch of people have the same skin as you. Okay, but like uh let's say okay, uh, I'm not very educated on NFTs. I mean I know the basic things, but for example, are there any NFTs that there's a limited amount of them, for example, like I don't know, a thousand? All of, and them. Then, all of them are limited. No, I know they're limited altogether, but I'm saying, is there ever a time where you have the same batch of a thousand NFTs and a thousand people get the same NFT in a sense? No. No, they're all That's similar. Similar, okay. They're not, they don't look, they might look more or less the same, have same characteristics, but they're not the same. Not because one the, is the same as the other. Yeah, because that's the whole point of it, that you have your own NFT that no one else has. Okay, okay, that, that makes but it, sense. But it's from a line let's say that has a similar amount but uh, similar characteristics but they aren't exactly the same okay nft the a big thing is the utility if you're buying nfts that don't have any utility i don't know what you're doing okay you you bought an nft if i'm not mistaken yeah i have well, what's the utility with that nft well the utility for my nft is one you get passive income so with the sales of the nft uh, in the end of the month they all come together in a little, like, they, they just collect, I think they had 10% royalties on every sale. So yeah. they'd collect everything. And it, and in the end of the month, uh, they'd ask the community what to do with that money, reinvest it in the, in the project for the next project, or give it to everyone. So you could, in theory, be getting every single month passive income sent to MetaMask. Have just, you? For, just for owning that NFT. Okay. Have you though? Not yet. It hasn't been as big as I wanted it to be. Oh, so you... So I'm still... But I bought it for the long run because I've I've read it. I've read what they plan to do, which is they want to make a game on the metaverse, okay. which every single NFT is a different character in the game. Yeah. You know? So I'd have my character in the game, which would have certain powers, certain characteristics, everything. And for the future, I, I like the vision... And I think that it could be big in the future. It hasn't been as big as I wanted it to be. Has it shown potential, as in potential for growth now? Before you bought it, you know, you were convinced of the project, etc. Yeah. Now that you own it, has there been any step towards where you're thinking, okay, yeah, I'm going to hold on to it because it's showing positive signs or you're just hoping? Which, which one is it? It's a bit of both. bit of both? I think okay. there's a lot of positive, uh, positive signs because they've brought in also certain people and the development process has been good. Like I like where it's heading. I like their roadmap. I like uh, how they're interacting with the community. They're trying to build a loyal community, you know? 
So I, I just think there's potential, but I'm also hoping because it's like I said, it hasn't been as big. It hasn't been, it hasn't had that much traction as I've wanted it to be, but mm-hmm. I have hope. And I think, I think there's a chance that it grows in the future. Okay. Okay. Well, th- what I meant with Fortnite, going back to that, you know how there was, if I'm not mistaken, was it the Red Knight skin? Was that what yeah. it was called? Remember yeah, that? Yeah. It was a very limited skin, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was also, there was a few limited edition PlayStation ones, things like that. If you didn't get them in the in the specific time that they were out, that was it. Yeah. And I don't think they've re-released them. Is there not... Well, it, it's based off the idea of people want something that they can't have or limited things. So that's that's where the NFT part came to mind. It just goes to show why NFTs potentially could have the attraction that they do have. I'm not saying now. Well, you can see it more of a, like a Pokemon card. Fair, fair, fair. Our I think that's Pokemon more Pokemon cards yeah. have become such a thing yeah. because not many people were buying them at one point mm-hmm. or just no one really was that interested at that point. And now when they found out that not many people have access to these cards or even own these cards, now they're selling for way more, which people were doing at one point with Fortnite where they were selling their accounts with all of the limited skins that they had. You know how we we played season one? We have that, um, what is it? The glider. The glider. Yeah. What was it? Was it a snowflake? No, that was later. No, that was second season. was that second or third season? Yeah, that's the like second season. Season two. Third well, season was the red one, the, the yeah, Chinese. Chinese New Year. Yeah. And first season, wasn't it green? I seem to remember it was a green glider. Or am I mistaken? I can't remember. I, I don't remember. Anyway, I, I seem to remember that people were telling me that I should sell my account. You know, it's going Oh, no, it was money. just a gray. It was just a gray umbrella. Gray? Gray. Yeah, I am tripping. No, it's no, been, it's been a while. Up. Anyway, whatever the case, people were telling me, you know, sell your account, sell your account. You've got things that are worth, you know, a decent amount of money. But let's be real. Like my account in, you know, I've got caught on it's there. It's your account. It's my account. Why yeah. am I selling my account? It's not like yeah. I want to lose everything. Why didn't you just sell your Epic Games account? Because I think Epic Games came later as an account, a separate account. As in you didn't make an Epic Games I didn't Games make yet. a separate. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. made that later when it was, you know, being promoted directly in the game so i had it as a psn account so nah i'm not selling that you know i can't do that to myself speaking of um one franchise who i think is very underrated assassin's creed underrated definitely not underrated i've never underrated underrated between our friend groups maybe because not many people are interested in non-multiplayer games yeah okay yeah but the I, same way the same way that like none of us really played red dead redemption but that oh, was i an, played that but game. that was what a, a massive game, game. That, yeah, was, I played that was that was an amazing game that was a great game yeah but no i mean underrated in the sense of like you don't hear that much about assassin's creed like Fortnite, the noise I mean, around in, Fortnite, the noise around COD, the noise around, I don't know, FIFA. Definitely. TikTok. Com- everyone's playing those games, right? I mean, <laughs> what do you mean TikTok? You know, the TikTokers, I'm saying people stream oh. on TikTok or post videos of, you know, gaming content. I mean, definitely in comparison to the, when you're having a game that's not multiplayer, it can't get as big as another game that is. As in, let's say on my, I see about all of these games. Like I was telling okay. you about the Shifu. new DLC that's coming out for Assassin's Creed. Oh, Hall okay, Hall. yeah. What's that but game? Shifu's. Um, Shifu. Is it just Shifu? Like Sifu. Sifu. Yeah, it's it's just, it's quite a cool game that I got because it seems quite interesting. I enjoy it, and it's you're basically this one guy that's getting revenge for his father who was a Shifu master and you're getting revenge and you spent eight years of your life to become this fighter and you have a little amulet, if that's the word, Yeah. that every single time you die in the game, you don't actually die and you just get older. So you could age to the point where- So your character gets, as you play the game, you get older and older uh, until you just, your body gives out and then you die. So you have to, and 
but from going, there's five levels, and from the first level to the second level, you go into the second level with the amount, with the age that you were, that you finished the first level with. So you're going, so in order to make it to level five, you need to replay the previous game, the levels, and make sure that you get good enough to be able to finish the levels without, like, with barely any deaths. Interesting concept. Very interesting concept. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I found it really fun to play because you're always challenging yourself and learning the patterns of each boss and uh, becoming just better at the game in order to finish it. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just finish it and, okay, I played that game and I'm done. Because you kind of have to put some time into it to, to learn the, each boss to be able to finish it. But that's why... Going back to the question that you guys were saying before about the best game of all time, I feel like you can't really say the best game of all time because of the amount of different games that have come out. Like all of the RPG games, single player, open world, they can't compare to all of the online multiplayer. Because more people play those games. Because, because online player games, when you're playing with your friends, obviously you're going to find that game way more fun in comparison to the game that you're sitting there playing by yourself. Of course. Yes. Which might have an amazing storyline and really good, but at the end of the day, which one did you have more fun playing with? Yeah. Playing with your friends or playing in that probably very immersive game, but it's not the same experience. All right. Well, then, you know, looking at that, disregard Fortnite, because we've, we've stated the facts yeah. behind the numbers and everything. yeah. yeah. Which one is the biggest game of all time? Then, in your opinion, because it doesn't do justice to these, you know, solo games that you play alone. Which one do I think is the best yeah. from solo games? Yeah. Like if I'm playing by myself. Well, one of my favorite games, I don't think it's the best game, but it's one of my favorite, is Arkham Knight. Oof, I haven't played that. And just the Arkham series in Talk. general are amazing. Like one of my favorite um, franchises ever. Okay. DC just has good video games. Oh, they have amazing video Injustice. games. Injustice. Good game. Inju Injustice amazing. is amazing. So I love Injustice. Especially Injustice 2. I played a fuckload. I was like top 30k in the world. <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of Mortal Kombat versus Injustice? Because the, the concepts uh, were similar. You know, it's made from the same... Is it? Is it? Okay, yeah. okay. let's disregard that fact. I mean, I, I prefer Injustice just because it's the characters I love that, okay. and I grew up with, but Mortal but Kombat... Definitely like Mortal just, Kombat is just badass. It's just so cold, bro. But as a game, are they... Because I, I've only played Mortal Kombat. I haven't played Injustice. As a game, are the buttons... Is the, is the whole oh, they're very similar. Yeah. Similar stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I so, think Mortal Kombat has, I'm not 100%, but I feel like it's a lot more competitive. Yeah, there's more stuff. Yeah, there's a lot stuff. more combos and yeah. learning different moves on the controller. And, and just this is a game that anyone can play, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mortal Kombat, there's a certain, if you don't sit and learn the buttons, there's a certain, at one point you're going to get bored. Because how much are you going to be spamming the same thing? Yeah. In Justice, there's like 10 moves. You just learn that, uh, that and you play. Yeah, each character has his own move. And you have to kind of work with what you get. And uh, the Injustice story is actually pretty good as well. I really like it. I really enjoyed the Injustice. Especially because I, I, I read the comics and the novels as well. It's just so interesting. Like that uh, Elseworlds story. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. But what do you guys think about this whole metaverse that bringing back to that, that they're gonna, that if this is gonna become like a whole thing, like all of the movies that they've been making, like uh, Ready Player One and Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. And all of these. And I mean, like the new movie with Ryan Reynolds that came out where. Free Guy. It's like a, yeah, Free Guy, where yeah. it's like in a super immersive game. and I haven't watched that movie, but I've heard about it. I know what the idea behind it is. That he's like in a simulation good? or something. Yes. No, basically what it is, is that he's an AI mm -hmm. that then's because that they made this new pro, they programmed him to basically constantly evolve and eventually turning 
into him his own person. So he understands where. So he's an AI, but is. then he realizes that oh, I like this, and I can okay. also, and I don't need to have the same coffee every single morning just because that's how I am. That's how I've been programmed. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't even know that he's in a game in the beginning. How does he find? No, that's a spoiler. We won't go. I there. mean, I mean, yeah. Okay, okay. And it's it's worth it. Good watch. But Ready Ready Player One is the exact thing that they're wanting to recreate now. With uh, have you watched whole... it? Yeah, I watched it in the cinema. Really good, really good. But I really find it a bit cool. Scary. Really cool. It is really cool. It's cool, scary at the same time. You know how people are saying that we're gonna like we're gonna be so immersed in the game that we forget to eat. What do you think of that? I feel like it could be a possibility, but. Definitely, like even with Fortnite, how many kids were sit? I remember seeing all of these these posts saying that this one uh, child was playing Fortnite for so long they just sat and peed on themselves and was playing the whole day. <laughs> yeah, but that's extreme, is it? Like yeah, but that's what happens. If yeah, you but get that, addicted, that's not normal. It can happen. It can and happen. Imagine and imagine when there's a universe that you put on a pair of goggles and you feel like you're walking around and experiencing the whole thing. You know what I want. I want to become a Jedi. That's what I want. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, maybe I have false hope for humanity, but I if if VR becomes big, I don't think it'll... I think instead of people... In the beginning, everyone's going to be really interested in it. And I think it's going to take over. And but people, I think at one point, people are going to get tired of it. I think that... You know how you said everyone's going to be interested in it? I think there's going to be those people who are going to be scared of it. Oh, be, easily. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely going to be those people. And I mean, especially it's, it's like when with everything, gonna, isn't it? When they're going to also trying to be implementing like augmented reality yeah. and all of this stuff, which I find is really cool. But then they're also saying about, let's say, getting a chip in your hand. I was going to mention To be that, yeah. identifying yourself or mm -hmm. like instead of an ID, you get a chip in your hand that is there forever. So you're not for that. I mean, I don't think I'm all for that because I don't see why I would need a chip. It's just like, it's like getting a controller and making the controller, like when they first started making controllers for TVs. I bet you everyone was like, there's no need for that. I'll just get up, I'll move the knob and then I'll do it. Yeah, fair. Because it doesn't really change anything. But then they made the controller, and everyone loves that controller now. And now you're like, oh, and now you're too fuck? lazy to. Yeah. Do it. I need to get up now. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna get no. up and change the channel on the TV. I'm just gonna get the controller. Okay. And it. Opinions on uh, Elon Musk. You know, have you heard of his Neuralink yeah. technologies? Yeah. Which is basically, it's like he's gonna build a computer into people's brains and they're going to be able to yeah. download information instantly. Yeah, I'm not, I don't think I'm about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not about that life I right mean, now. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you like, yeah, bet, I'll, I'll put that in my head. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not going to be the first person doing that. No Definitely way. Definitely not. But I understand the attraction to the technology. Yeah, me too. I, I do see why it would be beneficial. It just makes life easier, you know? Yeah, imagine. Yeah. The utility. But... I mean, you know, it's everyone. Always everyone's always trying to make life easier. Doesn't mean that it's making better. Yeah, it just makes it easier. Same way that every day you can wake up and just stay at home and kind of just do your own thing, where it's not always the best for you. It's just easier. I don't and know enough what, about it to comment. To you know what? Yeah. Like, I I heard an interesting opinion. I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, I don't remember who he was talking to. But someone brought up the, the argument that, you know, Neuralink's introduced, okay? Imagine you're in that world now. Yeah. Who's going to be able to afford it? Are the rich, the really filthy rich people going to be the only people to afford it? Meaning they gain that extra advantage on top of everything that they've, you know, they've worked for their money. Well, that's, Most that's of them worked for their money. But they gain that advantage over normal people and then completely removing that chance of, you know, someone without the Neuralink being able to compete in any sort of way with them. But That's does the it whole... give it that big of an advantage? Well, I mean, it does. Imagine, imagine you, for example, I don't know, you're an engineer. Yeah. And uh, you're a chemical engineer. And you're missing some sort of information for civil engineering. 
Well, let's say you just don't all you don't remember everything off yeah. the top of your head perfectly. You yeah. you literally within seconds, just as quickly as I can search for probably even quicker because it's in your head, but just as quickly as I can search for a specific answer on Google, you're gonna have it downloaded in your head. What? It's, so if you think about it, just it's gonna be there. You can kind of that's just the connect, idea behind it. You're just it. connected to the like your brain is. You connected are the to internet it. basically. So whatever I think, I can search. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't that give but people a crazy advantage? I feel like this is why it won't become such a thing. Because not everyone has access to it. The same way that right now, VR, very there's a very niche amount of people that have it. Mm -hmm. But slowly, slowly, as the years goes on, they're finding easier ways to make it cheaper, more affordable. I don't think they'll be able to make it so cheap that every single person in the world is using it and no one can live without it, let's say, in the in that movie. But that's I don't think it will reach to that point where... It will take time. Maybe yeah. it's going to be soon. I don't, I don't think in my lifetime I'll be seeing that. Um, I, don't I mean, think, no. I think, I think, I think we, we will. I think um, we will. Technology is moving so quickly. Things are getting developed so quickly that... I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, look look at the jump between, you know, we went from not having phones, like, you know, mobile phones, to having mobile phones, to the point where these mobile phones are cleverer than, you know, those computers back in the past. Like, we, we have something in our pocket which is yeah, which more intelligent than yeah. a whole room of computers back in I don't know when. Like, and now technology, just because of, like, the technology we've developed now is helping us develop newer technology at a lot faster rate. So I imagine if, if they figure out the basic concepts of what they need to do for it to be, you know, a possibility, which I think he already has. I, I seem to remember that he has an idea of what he's doing, Elon Musk. Yeah. So what's stopping him from going into like... The resources, I feel. Maybe, but... He's Elon Musk. Because everything everything finds its like stopping point at one point or slows down at least. Not everything gets made easily and smoothly and there's a specific amount of time that, yeah, I'll be able to do it in that amount of time. It'll I mean, look, look at the Google Glass. You remember that? Yeah, they made that and it flopped. And they, well... Because one, because they were trying to do something before ahead of its could time do it. Type of yeah. Thing. yeah. Okay. Completely forgot about the Google Glasses. You Google know, Glasses were so cool. I really wanted one. Yeah, same. Because, because when you watch that advert and then, <laughs> and then there's arrows on the floor and they're sitting there walking, <laughs> following it like it's a... But let's be real, like in everyday life, can you imagine people wearing that thing with the little cube in front of their eyes and like walking around? Well, no, but you know what they're even doing now with all augmented reality they're doing architecture with it so mm -hmm. they're making a model of, of let's say your house you're building a yeah. new house you can get the architect architecture will come and scan the whole house get a whole virtual build of it and then go into the virtual build with via or vr make all of its changes and then when he comes back to the same house he'll put on the augmented glasses that changes everything and then he'll be able to add all the furniture that he found that looks the best on his computer and then he puts it in front of it so the whole house layout is like that and then the and then you come see your house and you'll see it how he wants to make it mm -hmm. and then if you say yeah then he'll make it like that but, but you get to see everything how it is before it's done but that goes to show like now people can even build their houses a lot faster, as in get to the final idea. Technology yeah, yeah. makes life so much easier, and it also enhances how quickly new technology will be able to be provided to you know the masses. So, plus the Google Glass, going back to that, I had to add this. <laughs> I didn't know, but they were selling that shit for a thousand bucks. Yeah, I know. I was like, you know what? No, I don't need it. That's why no one got it. That's what I'm saying about yeah, yeah, how yeah. the price, people will get it, but I don't think it will last forever. All right, well, I think that's, we're going to round it up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, to, for listening. What did you say?
to the uh, Culture Therapy Podcast. I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that bye was necessary. <laughs>